Hi, everyone. As I'm sure you're aware right now of the tragic events unfolding in Israel right now, Israel is at war as a result of Hamas and the terrorist tactics invading Israel uh, through the Gaza Strip. And we wanted to share our thoughts and our prayers with everyone in Israel right now, not only its soldiers who are fighting on the front lines and the reservists that are being called up, but its citizens as well who are sheltering in bomb shelters and wondering what the circumstances are going to be like on a day-to-day basis. Uh, It is certainly unfortunate that the beginning of our new season and new episode coincides with this uh, tragic uh, world event. Uh, And we certainly don't think that uh, our conversation by any means outweighs that of the larger conversation about Israel's security and the safety of its citizens. Uh, But we did just want to share our love and support for those in Israel right now and offer our prayers and thoughts for there to be um, an end to this violence, uh, certainly a prayer for peace to reign over that entire region for those who have been kidnapped to return home safely and soundly, and certainly for those who have been traumatized in any way uh, to find healing and to find peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Jewish Divorce Project. I'm your host, Noam Rauscher. And I'm your host, Liron Tal. Join us as we kvetch and kvel about Judaism and divorce from our perspective as two Jewish professionals and two divorce coaches. And two Jewish parents with lots of experience and plenty of opinions. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Jewish Divorce Project. It's certainly wonderful to spend this time with you. I'm your host, Noam Rauscher. Uh, this is so. Uh, this is a wonderful occasion. I'm a little nervous, to be honest with you, uh, because we have big news. Uh, as you can hear clearly, um, you know we're coming to you with a hyped-up production uh, style. Now we're no longer on MacBooks. We are now in an actual production studio, uh, and we actually have an actual producer. Uh, this wonderful man, Craig, has uh, provided us with his studio. Uh, it's this amazing space uh, with this awesome blue light that is just so chill and uh, a snack machine as well. So, like, I'm in seventh heaven. Um, but if you can also see, um, you know, we have a visual format. We're now going to be on YouTube. Uh, and, of course, we're coming out with a new look, a rebrand on social media. And I know it's taken a little bit of time to get out there. Um, but you know, we've hit a snag, but nonetheless, you'll see new podcast artwork and also a new podcast logo. And so with all the amazing and exciting and wonderful things that are going on with this podcast between, uh, the new sound and the new look and the new producer with Craig and this, a wonderful studio, we also have an amazing, a fantastic new co-host, um, in Liron Tal. Liron Tal, welcome to the Jewish Divorce Podcast team Jewish Divorce Project team and family. Welcome. Thank you. Hear that, everyone? Oh, That's like... the type of technology we're now... It's gonna like feel my like bat mitzvah grand games. entrance. Exactly. <laughs> Smoke machines and everything. Liron, it's good to be here with you now. It really is. We had a wonderful 64-episode run with Sheva. Um, She sends her best regards and we send her our best regards as well and nothing but love for her and she has nothing but love for us. Um, And so we now uh, pass that mantle and that responsibility on to you as being the host with me here on the Jewish Divorce Project. Um, For everyone who doesn't remember, I met Liron back in episode 63. She was one of our divorce coaches uh, for uh, Bar Mitzvah, B'nai Mitzvah, B Mitzvah in Divorce Land. And Liron, uh, who of course is divorced, uh, is also a divorce coach, has just gone through a, a, a bar mitzvah herself. 
So she was sharing her expertise and was expertise and wisdom with us. Um, Lerone, it's really wonderful to share this space with you now. Um, admittedly, this is a little awkward because I'm just not used to like such a in-your-face format like this, and we'll get used to it. Um, but th- I-, I can't thank you enough for uh, helping me put this together right now in this new format and helping us get commercials, which is a new pro- you know project uh, that we're working on with this whole thing. Uh, so, uh, Liron, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so wonderful to have you here. Thank you. What a lovely, warm welcome. I'm so excited to be here. This is my first time really uh, on a podcast other than I'm being a guest. So I'm super excited um, and excited to share my experience and learn from others' experiences and just have some fun. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. And to do some great things as well. Let's get to know you before we uh, start telling people what we hope to do with this podcast, all the wonderful things, the you know, pizza ovens in the school cafeterias, my rabbi used to say, over-promising things. Uh, but before we get to that, let's get to know you a little bit for everyone, because that's what's really important here. Um, you know, again, you were back on episode 63, uh, but now uh, we need to know a little bit more. So... Um, let's reintroduce you. Who are you, Lerone? What brings you to us? What, uh, you know, how has divorce been part of your life? Your story. That's my story. Well, um, I grew up here in LA. Um, and, you know, I basically married the person on paper, right? The person that was good on paper. I grew up in a Jewish home. My parents were Israeli, never was pushed to necessarily marry someone Jewish. But um, I started working in the Jewish community as a preschool teacher. And fell in love with just watching Jewish families grow together. So, you know, I married a Jew who grew up out here, who was Israeli parents like me. Um, And, you know, two kids later, 10 years of being married. um, You know, that's not all that's important, right? (laughs) So, um, yeah, I had a pretty challenging um, marriage and divorce. And, you know, it's been five years. Um, and honestly, I was really on my own with the whole process. I didn't know anybody that was divorced. Um, I didn't have any family. We we don't have divorce in the family either. So I was really going through the process on my own, not really knowing what to do. And I kept thinking, I wish I had someone who I could talk to that would just tell me where to start. Um, You're a real pioneer. (laughs) Yeah. A real pioneer. Yeah. Well, that's why, you know, I'm so excited to be a coach now where I can basically provide the service I wish I had, right? So, um, you know, one of the things that I think really stands out to me is, you know, we all have those inner voices. We all have those, those gut feelings or whatever you want to call it. And um, I really realized that I was negotiating with my inner thoughts, that inner voice, because it just felt like a negative voice, you know? So it's like when you have those thoughts of like, oh, I shouldn't be here. This isn't the right relationship for me and you're kind of like no 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 think positive you got to fight for it so when I finally realized that that's what was happening and really started listening um that's when things became clear so um the boys and I I have two boys um they're nine and 13 and um yeah we've been on our own for five years um co-parenting has been a, a, a learning curve for sure um but you know I and I worked in the Jewish community for many years. I was a preschool teacher for many years. I was a director of a synagogue for, at a t- synagogue for 10 years as the running the early childhood center, always around kind of the business of families and community, building community. Um, Being nine and 13, collectively resonates. 
me because my kids age. Yep. Thinking about how long I've been divorced, which is only a shortly oh, a little less time than you have been. Um, the kids have almost been um, divorced. I'm going to say this wrong, but like um, half the time they've been alive, they've been married, and half the time they've been alive, they've been divorced. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, so, my kids were three and seven. Right. Yeah. There's some type of more academic way of saying it. I don't know yeah. really what it is, but I think the point is to say is that like they've had a pretty even experience of married life and divorce life, and pretty soon it's going to be they've grown up with divorce more so than they've grown up with married life. And so I'm really curious to know yeah, that what is really that looks like, right? Yeah. yeah. That is really interesting. I mean, that's one of the things you and I connected on, right? Like right. we both have two boys around the right. same age, right. kind of a lot of similar challenges there. Um so funny too how young they seem with my son and his bar mitzvah coming up it's yeah um, it's like um i don't recall being much older or feeling much older during that whole time at the same time like he just seems young and i i i think that's the age i think that's the boyhood i i yeah i just um really i don't even know that i I, i'm definitely not ready for it forget about him being ready for it he'll do fine I'll tell you, though, they seem young right before the bar mitzvah, but something definitely changes right after. I mean, my son, like, became a man now and more responsible. And it's very convenient for him to say, like, I'm the man of the house when he wants to. But when it's, like, do the chores, all of a sudden he doesn't want to be the man of the house. But, you know. (laughs) The bravado. Yeah, the bravado. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so we've got, I mean, I'd love to just, share about how I kind of got into coaching because I thought it was go right ahead please yeah so during COVID right this is kind of a funny story I uh, funny not funny now I can laugh at it my divorce officially finalized on March 12th 2020 great timing right nicely before done. the world shut down right nicely done we got in there before the yeah, courts closed. a lot of people got backed up uh-huh. make it happen. yep but you know here I am waiting for that summer I was I had a big birthday that summer. I was going to have a divorce party and be single. And then I'm stuck at home with my kids and no dating. So that was fun. Um, But during that time, a lot of, you know, friends of mine and people from the community, I mean, by being a preschool director for 10 years, I knew so many families in the area, um, started reaching out to me, picking my brain. My marriage is falling apart. I don't know how to do this. We don't like each other anymore. I was hearing it. It was just insane what was going on during COVID. And I found myself just helping friends. Um, And then I was looking up a book for someone. I was looking up the book on coupling. And I realized that the Sarah Davison, who wrote that book, started a a school for divorce coaching. I'd never even heard of divorce coaching. Um, And it felt meant to be. I was in a transition, too, of what I was going to do with my career. So I really, that was kind of how I got started and um, was like, oh, my gosh, I can make this into an actual job. People, this is great. So that's Monetize what I've been doing. it in some way. Yeah. So that was really my inspiration to starting the coaching. And um, now I'm just so committed to helping, helping. I've been working mostly with women um, and really trying to build a community around um, a solo parent how's that been going for you what have been like the failures and successes that have gone with it um well i decided to start a uh, facebook group because i was seeing so many people posting on all the parent groups um 
And we reached almost 200 members within like just a few weeks. It was insane. It was just everybody was just seeking out the help. So now it's a matter of I'm trying to figure out what everybody wants. We're going to do some support groups, some social events, some retreats. Uh, So I'm excited. It's really interesting how much of a demand there is for uh, community building when it comes to divorce, whether it's in the Jewish community or outside of it. I kept thinking about that when I went to uh, the Jewish Divorce Retreat, which Mm -hmm. is coming up again, not only in the Bay Area, but also in the Los Angeles area. Um, But the feeling that you get when you're around all these other people and you don't have to explain yourself is a really wonderful um, feeling to have. And, you know, to know that, like, I mean, all we're really talking about are people who have had a shared experience, right? But, you know, being around those people automatically just makes it a little bit more of a comfortable environment to be in. Yeah. And um, if you can create that space and you've made something magical. So uh, I say mazel tov to you. That's really wonderful. That's great. Well, I think divorce is definitely one of those things that you really don't get unless you've been through it. You know, I'll say sometimes, you, you remember when you first had kids? I don't know. I was one of the first for my friends. And my friends that had dogs would compare their dogs to my children. So it's kind of, I think it's kind of similar. <laughs> yeah, very similar. Dogs to children. Yeah. I think I had a friend who did that as well. <laughs> really sure about it. Okay. What else should we know about you, Lerone? What else is really important for people to know about you? Um, let's see. Well, I've taken up, I've utilized this time, I think, well, the last five years of figuring out who I am and taken up a love of dancing. I love to go out salsa dancing. Um, I love camping with my kids. That was a big one for me was um, we had an RV. I grew up RV camping. And then um, my ex and I were doing that with the kids. We split up. It got really rough that I wasn't going to drive that huge hunker. You had to like jiggle the thing. And the, yeah, it wasn't for me. Um, and my dad, my amazing father during COVID is a little secret surprise, built a little trailer. just perfectly sized for the three of us. So I've been really happy that I get to take my kids camping and I feel very empowered that I can do that. Teaching my boys that Women can do it all, um, and they've been Real really power. stepping it up and helping out, and so that's been really cool. Uh, Lerone, um, in a moment, we're going to take a commercial break, but before we do so, I'm curious. Um, you know, you've had a lot of experience in divorce, and you're going to be channeling it to all your clients. Um, what's, uh, you know, been the toughest thing for you about divorce? What's been the best thing for you about divorce? Oof. Um, I guess the toughest thing has been the learning to let go. Knowing of the marriage? No, of the, of the control as a parent. Knowing that when they go to their dads on the weekends, I really have no say of what's going on over there, what they're eating, what, you know, harder when they were little. Now I'm like, I. <laughs> your own choices. <laughs> I need a break. Good luck. Right. <laughs> but um, I think that was really hard when they were little. Um, not being part, especially during COVID and them going back and forth. That was rough. Um, then you said what was the best thing? Yeah. What's one of the best experiences in divorce for you? Um, having the opportunity to figure out who I am as a woman. I think that you, it's, it's almost like a secret little perk you get when you do have 
you do go through a divorce and you're forced to really look at yourself and be like, who am I if I'm not a mother and a wife? And then you, if you figure that out and you actually start to fall in love with that person, that's pretty fun. If you go through divorce and you are the same person you were at the very beginning of it uh, as you are at the end, then uh, I don't believe you are awake to the process. It is can be a, a monumental experience in your life. It can have meaning and it can have purpose. And it doesn't have to be anything that just happens to you. It could be something that happens for you and you have to be willing to embrace the experience. And that's a really beautiful story you have. Uh, I'm so excited about this journey with you. It's going to be a wonderful one. Uh, we'll tell everyone about that journey ahead. Uh, but right now, uh, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's actually wonderful that I am. Uh, uh, and now, a word from our sponsors. Action One Plumbing is a family-owned business that has been serving the Los Angeles area for over 35 years. The owner, Stephen Alexander, passed away a year ago, and now his wife is running the business. Steve always offered special rates and donations to synagogues and Jewish institutions since the 80s. So we're excited to support this Jewish solo parent business owner. And be sure to call Action One Plumbing when you're having problems with those pipes. Visit actiononeplumbing.com and use our exclusive code JDP25 and get $25 off. That's you fine. say we're back. Okay, and we're back. Oh, I supposed to say we're yeah, back? Yeah. <clears throat> like that. No, I, it's fine. I don't care if we keep that stuff in. I think it's good. We're back, though, everyone, in case you didn't notice. Still getting used to all this. Maybe for you, cutting, do you need to do that? No, we're... You're I'm good. Not you're cutting. good. Okay, okay. I just took a little blank space. Like I know we're doing a commercial out here. See, everyone? That's fine. So you got the blank space. Yeah, we, <laughs> right. we got it. We're fine. We're good. We got the blank space. Every every moment after that has been a <laughs> point of confusion for me. <laughs> okay, but good. I'm glad we got it. Uh-huh. Good. So let's just keep it. Fine. Um, just because you know we're professional now and have a nice polish to us doesn't mean we can't still be raw and unedited. Yeah, in our Jewish conversation about divorce. <laughs> I just. Oh my goodness. Really got to yourself there. <coughs> I'm clearly worked up, everyone. I apologize. Thank you, Greg. I guess I have that effect. Coughing on everyone. <laughs> uh, gross, gross, Rousher. You know, why don't we just pick it all up right yeah. here again yeah. after the commercial? Yeah, that'll. Let's do it. Fine. And by the way, just you know, real fast. There's a button right there on your that blue button that's like you do that they'll kill the your sneeze mind. that was a profuse tell me about that the yeah. sneeze button so do okay. it now we're back okay so hold on here <clears throat> we're back everyone and it's wonderful to be back after a commercial break again i'm so like that we have commercial breaks that god that god had brought us to this studio and not giving us commercial breaks, Dayenu, it would have been enough. Yeah. But God has given us commercial breaks. Had God given us commercial breaks and not also given us wonderful commercial breaks to bring to the people of Israel yes. who are divorced? Yes. Dayenu, it would have been enough. Craig, just so you know what we're saying is Dayenu is enough, um, which is from the Passover story. It's a way of expressing gratitude. So <clears throat> thank you. Uh, so welcome back, everyone. Uh, let's talk about all the wonderful things that Liron and I hope to accomplish um, with this tugboat of a ship known as the Jewish Divorce Project, which hopefully will upgrade to, you know, maybe a schooner. Does a schooner move faster than a tugboat? 
Uh, I don't really know. You know anything about that, Craig? How about Watch. jet ski? Can we can we upgrade to a jet ski? <laughs> That's my language. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea. It's uh, more hip and yeah. sleek and moves quickly, yes. but still, you're not like gonna traverse, even traverse the ocean. You're not gonna sail the ocean, right? In a uh, in a jet ski. But first, yeah, let's upgrade jet skis. I like that. Um, but we want to, you know, I think one of the things we, we talked about was getting to know people on, on a real level, right? Not only the community, the audience, um, but people locally here or anyone really who feels like they have a story to share. Um, we would love to hear your divorce stories from inside the divorce world and really share that wisdom. And you can be anonymous. Um, you can share whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Um, so it's really up to you. But the idea is really to, to give people that opportunity. We want real Jews and real stories, right? Right. You want to hear the good, the bad, your fun dating stories, or maybe you know, any kind of message to get across. To help. Dating, sex, co-parenting, finances, therapy, legal, self-care stories, unconventional relationship stories, especially that's getting very big. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you feel comfortable sharing that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think we're excited. We have some great um, experts that we want to bring in, but we're also going to just have some real live people just telling us, telling us their stories. We also want to make sure that you get to be actively involved in those conversations. So we're going to try to have, <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to press the cough button. I didn't remember to press <laughs> the cough button, Craig. Gotta... <laughs> uh, okay. Good. Okay. Don't need to edit it out. It's fine. Go with it. It's okay. Okay. I'm alive. Just, I hit the cough button. But um, we want to, so we're going to try to engage um, better with the Facebook and the Instagram community, um, either through Instagram Lives or Facebook Lives. They do Facebook Lives, right? People do things like that. Um, But surveys and also interacting on the platform as well. Uh, because we want to get to know the community better, and we also want you to feel uh, that you have a more of invested stake in the show, and that we're also, you know, we want to hear your questions. And so if you have a story, like an email format, you want us to read, right, because you think it would be helpful for other people, and maybe as Jewish professionals, as divorce coaches, we can respond from our professional perspectives, you know, that would be really helpful, I think, for part of the community. And so we extend that as an open invitation to everyone. Yeah, and our perspectives might be different coming from, you know, my pers- my perspective as a female and right. you know, me as a woman and you as a man. Sometimes we get into these conversations about situations and it's so fascinating how, you know, there's, well, you said there's more than two points of view, right? There's always more two points, more than two points of view in the Jewish community. I mean, just right now between us, I mean, Craig, I don't know if you sense it, but like, just between the, you know, between Lerone and I, there's already three opinions. With you in the room, right, that makes it four opinions. Um, you know, and if we just think of someone else like my mother, that already means that there's seven other opinions <laughs> in the room. Really, what we're talking about, and my math is going to be off on this, I admit it, but that's the way it goes with Jewish opinions. What we're talking about at this moment is about 150 in this room at this very moment. So you might have to set up a couple extra mics. <laughs> motion sensor cameras um wonderful uh and we're also gonna um if we can get our act together with the guests and i'm sure we will um you know we'll try to announce them as av- in as in as advance as possible so that you can ask your questions of them and hopefully we can ask them 
while we're actually having the conversations. Uh, so uh, we, hopefully that'll be a, a wonderful thing we'll be able to do between the community and the guests that we have. Well, I think we actually have to take another break. Agreed. We yeah. have one more sponsor, so we'll be right back. The folks at Matzaball, that's matzaball.org, know dating can be a schlep, so they're making it less schleppy and a whole lot more exciting. They have singles and networking events, and the next one is Matzamingle After Work. It's an event on October 18th. Buy your tickets at matzaball.org and use promo code MBOFF. That's M-M-B-O-F-F, M-B-O-F, to get 15% off your tickets. And we're back. Here we are. So, you know, I'm really excited, actually, uh, because you and I are going to be at the Matzo Mingle. Oh. We're going to be, go to we're gonna be mingling. I need a babysitter. Yeah. We got to get that going. Um, I'm and, excited. you know, we, may, we, might pop up, we might pop up in town at some events and... Uh, Take some questions on the road. We'll I think see. That's a good idea, though. I really do. I'm grateful to uh, Matzo Ball for extending this opportunity for us and being at the Matzo Mingle. It's actually going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you and know, it would be wonderful if we could do like a live Q and A with some of the folks there. You know what they're known for is their big party that they do. They call the Matzo Ball on Christmas Eve for all the Jews. Oh, no. oh yes. I used to go back in the twenties, and the it was thing. yeah. I remember. So now they've opened up in your twenties. You don't mean in the twenties? In like my twenties? Did 20s. I say the twenties? Said the twenties. Yeah. Oh. A long time ago. Book about it from a past tense perspective. <laughs> okay. Interesting. But you think about My it in 20s. your head. Does it come out as black and white as well? No. It, 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 that was a messy time. Joke. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't get the joke. Sorry. It's okay. It wasn't a very good one. Don't worry about not getting it. I don't care. I didn't even get it myself. I just said it. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Greg, just out of curiosity, what it's like at this uh, first recording an episode with us? I'm really enjoying it. Oh, it looks very entertaining. Really Are you just being honest? <laughs> no, I'm really enjoying it. Are you just being polite? Not being honest, you're being polite. No, I'm enjoying it. I really am. All right. Great. You say that now, Craig. Dog is friendly now. Pretty soon. Right now he's sleeping, but I know. He's, oh, he's going to get me. Let's go south. Okay. Um, I, clearly, I'm having a lot of fun with this. This is a new experience for me, and I shouldn't be behind a microphone so often. Um, so, friends, uh, please. Um, Again, one more invitation um, uh, to the community to be part of the conversation that we're putting on over here. Uh, you've been wonderful so far. You've been a dedicated group. You've brought new people on, um, and you've shared us with other people who are looking for divorce support. Uh, we're looking to expand that conversation now, so please uh, don't be shy. Uh, and uh, let me say thank you to Craig uh, again for this space, and, and once again, Liron, uh, it's wonderful having you as part of this team. I look forward to this whole thing unfolding uh, and uh, a wonderful story being written here. So uh, thank you for being uh, part of this endeavor with me. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited. Um, get those questions in because that'll help yeah. us with the show, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Craig. And uh, looking forward to the next episode. Do we need to say anything else? I think we'd... Uh... I think we covered it all. I think we covered it all. And if anyone wants to send questions and get to know me more, I'll answer them next week. I think it's a good idea. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye. We did it. <laughs>